Good morning, bears. We have some good clips today. And I'm a little under the weather. Hello, everybody. Let me just see if this is working. I'm, I'm still never completely confident that this is going through because it's such a new setup. But uh, some good stuff today. Got some good... Uh, Super chats over the weekend at paypal.pet.me slash feed the bear that I will. Oh, sweet. We're on Facebook. I'm going to tell people to share it. Share this, y'all. All right. Where am I? Here we go. Hi. Thank you to everybody who came out to uh, Bray this weekend. We had an absolutely awesome time. It was uh, a blast. And... Sabo, that dude Sabo came out, which is pretty awesome, because he got he got banned from Twitter as well. This dude, uh, and for those of you that don't know who he is, he did this. <laughs> he did Al Franken groping a a giant sign, and he's a he's a conservative libertarianish uh, street artist. Sabo, hilarious dude. So he came out to the show. And um, that was pretty awesome because I'm a fan of that dude. And and people that have been uh, banned from Twitter need to stick together because there's not a lot of us. Because apparently they're cool with um, ISIS and pedophiles, but not hilarious comedians. Somebody made this for me. I thought this is hilarious. This is uh, the Mount, Mount Rushmore. It's me and Crowder and Gavin and Milo. Look at Milo's little pervy, pervy face. What else I want to show you guys? This is going to be uh, my PragerU video. I like that image. It's uh, Comedy Can't Survive Socialism. There's no Stalingrad funny bone. And someone had a great response on Facebook, I believe. They said, uh, socialism can't survive comedy. I wish they had told me that before I wrote this because that might actually be a better title. But uh, it's true, though. Comedy can't, socialism can't survive comedy. That's the better way to look at it. Because comedy can't be in socialism. That's why I get so frustrated and I truly don't understand comedians that are for socialism or censorship. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's almost like that they've thrown in the towel and they almost like know they're losers and they're not really comedians. Because you can't be a comedian if there's censorship and or socialism. Because socialism is built on a lie and comedy can't survive lies. All right, this is a great quote by Jordan Peterson. You cannot apologize to a mob. That's so true. Never apologize to a mob, ever. The only time you should apologize in your life is either to yourself or to a person that you trust. You know, you can figure it out. You can figure out when you're wrong and you can figure out when to apologize, but it has to be in a situation where any good could come from it at all. Never apologize to a mob. They, 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 they sense it as weakness and they will just attack harder and they will rip the flesh off your body. Uh, this is actually going to be a lighter, a lighter episode because some of the people on Patreon were like, hey man, it's been a crazy week in politics. Let's just have a, a fun one today. So we will. We're going to talk a lot about the magic of the kazoo. 
I have some good videos for you. But before that, we do have to touch a few things. All right. New York Magazine says, Is it possible to raise your child entirely without gender from birth? Meet the parents raising babies. Uh, yeah, those parents should all be in prison. If, if prison exists, it has to be for people like that. Like the fact that there's people in jail for marijuana right now, but not for raising their child without a gender is insane. That's, that's child abuse. That's, that's, that's absolutely child abuse. And that's, uh, uh, man, that, that drives me a little crazy. What do we got here? Oh, I did a funny thing here. Uh, just, uh, I, 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 a bunch of people were putting up pictures that we all took after shows. Cause I do the meet and greet, man. If you're going to make some people, uh, drove from San Diego, a couple flew in from Arizona, People uh, drove hours and hours from Northern California, all over the place to come to these shows. The least I can do is, is hang with you guys. I mean, it's, it's an honor to perform for such good people. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. But nothing makes me laugh more than how gigantically tall I am and how I, it's just, I don't fit in pictures. Uh, what else do I want to show you guys? All right, so here's a... Uh, Here's how why I got kicked off Twitter. Here's a little video of it. I'm, uh, thanks for I, it's so cool to see how many people came out tonight. Seeing as uh, uh, I'm banned from Twitter, so I don't know how you could even find me. <laughs> yeah, I have been banned. Twitter, Twitter was like ISIS pedophiles. Great, great retweets. Yes, uh, hilarious comedian. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And there's over a tweet I had about David Hogg. You guys know this David Hogg character, rollerblading around, saving the world? Yeah, he, uh, he's trying to uh, ban guns. And I just tweeted that uh, if you don't have pubes, you can't tell grown men how to live their lives. That's what I got banned for. Everyone's like, are you talking about a 17-year-old's pubes? I'm like, he doesn't have them. So no. It's like, wow, is that bad? So stupid. Another thing happened to me, uh, it was during the Oscars. I, I tweeted out, every time they do a white joke, I'm doing a black joke. And then I just did. And, uh, and people were like, that's so racist. I'm like, that's the point. Do you see my black mirror representation of you? And they're like, no, we're going to use this against you. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Jack. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Twitter's noise. You know, you go on there and... Uh, I miss it, guys. I miss it a little bit. Yeah, so I was being being honest on that one. I do kind of miss it. But uh, Pittsburgh's almost sold out, so thank you. Thank you for everyone who's gotten tickets. At hugepianist.com, you can get tickets. That will be April 28th. We're going to bring some heat. We're going to bring some hard heat. And the local comedians are trying to keep me out of the city still. They, they even were on a message board saying that they're going to they're all going to chip in for a billboard saying I'm at a different venue than I'm at. They still don't know what venue I'm at because they're such cheap fucking losers. They wouldn't even buy a ticket. Because if you buy a ticket, we'll email you where I'll be at. But these people won't even buy a ticket. But yet there's like tons of them trying. They're, they're putting forth so much effort against me that it's a joke. And why don't they just try at their own careers? You know what I'm saying? 
Here's a here's a cool. Uh, which one is this? I like this picture. I think it's really funny. My nigga and my redneck. And, and, and they're both armed. That picture could take down the deep state. Because uh, there's a lot of powers that be that want to keep the races apart. And if you have shared values, race doesn't even matter at all. It's about shared values. Uh, and look at that shit. Look at these two legends. They're both hilarious. And they're both armed. And they're both ready to go. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, I'm going to read a couple of these from over the weekend. Because a couple of these were some real generous super chats. So I'm definitely going to read them. I appreciate you guys doing this. This is uh, to paypal.me slash feed the bear. This is from uh, Brian Lawn Care. Thanks for fighting. Keep Nashville, Tennessee on your radar. You and the fam would love it. Peace. Well, judging by the generosity of that super chat, I think we may just move to Nashville now because it looks like you're very prosperous down there. No, I love Nashville. I still We're still looking at this one island in the Puget Sound, but I'm also looking at Texas, obviously. But it's just like having extended family to help raise our, our kids is, is so clutch. Uh, that that's a, a factor, but we'll keep it going. Frank says, conservative brother, keep up the fight. Always, dude. What else are we going to do? Oh, this is funny from Joseph. Hollywood doesn't make gladiator. They make glad she ate her. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Sorry for the vulgarity. Oh, no, she's got a good sense of humor. This is from Jerry. Don't read this on air. Oh, okay. Hang on. All right, thank you. Charles. Hey, Owen, your soilless twin, Erwin Benjamin, says hello. Well, well, well. If it isn't Erwin Benjamin. Uh, this is from Ronald. Hey, Owen, your soilless... Oh, they said it twice. Hang on. Is that the same? Oh, this is from Ronald. Love you, Big Bear. Feel better. Also, you keep telling me you're going to come to Arizona, but you still haven't. It has been over nine months. Uh, that is a ba- uh, That is a baby, Owen. That's a good point. It is a baby. We could have made a baby in that time. Just me and you, Ronald. Me and you could have made a baby if we had just touched dicks like we know we want to. Also, sorry I couldn't come to Bray. It was sold out by the time I got money because it was when I started my new job. Love the new stream setup. No YouTube taking your money. Well, thank you, Ronald. And I will come to Arizona. I mean, Arizona is even a place where that's a potential place to move. You know, Arizona. Arizona's legit. Uh, Michelle, it's okay, Owen. I don't fit in pictures either. I'm a McNugget. And all you can see is the top of my head. Yeah, people McNuggets have it tough. This is from Robert. Hi, Owen. Longtime listener of the Bear Feed, but rarely got to listen live. I'd like to be verified as Ticket Bear. Welcome, Ticket Bear. I was at the Saturday Bray show, and you didn't have enough time for OTPHJ. Could you give that a play now? Unfortunately, I couldn't hang for beers after the show. I wanted to get home to my 13-day-old daughter and my awesome wife, first child, and I plan to keep breeding. That a boy, of course. That's awesome, dude. It's good to hear. Next time you're around, I will definitely hang for beers with the Big Bear. The one thing I would have made sure to tell you if I was able to hang on Saturday was that I think your family should move as close to Amy's family as possible. I know. That's that's the thing. That's That's absolutely the thing. She did you such a huge solid moving up to the freezing cold mountains so you could live close to your brother for a while. I think it's the least you could do to return the favor. And living close to family is absolutely the best. Much love, Bears. 
Ticket Bear. I met Winchester Bear at the show Saturday night. Great dude. Yeah, Winchester Bear rules. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right, Robert. Like, and Amy would even stay in this town if I pushed her. Like, she's, uh, she, she gets the big picture so well that that makes me want to do, uh, it makes me think of her feelings, uh, a lot more actually than if she was like naggy. She's, she's great. So I, I, and I think that that part of the country is really great. Like you can, uh, fish, there's beautiful fishing in the Puget Sound. You know, you can get, you get these huge, massive ocean salmon and crabs. You can do crabbing right off your, your porch, you know, and that's cool. And there's hunting in Eastern Washington, not that far. And, um, yeah, it just, it just looks like a cool place. All right, so here's this for you, buddy. This is uh, OTPHG, HJ. Fuck you, CBS. <laughs> you're in a Walgreens, and your girl's looking sweet. So you take her to the back of the store, to the blood pressure seat. You take her hand, and you rub it soft, and you look. makes a lot more sense if you've seen the setup to it but let's just say it's a bit of a classic um yeah as i said earlier i'm a little under the weather so that's why my voice is a little off this is from charles sorry that should have read your soy twin that's all right charles i got it this is from thomas took me a week to find your streams got shut down by youtube glad you found a new platform much happier to support when a large cut isn't going to censorship advocating companies I totally agree, my friend. And uh, July 4th, I'm back to live streaming at YouTube. But all I'm going to do now is just add the stream key to YouTube and still do it the way I'm doing it right now. So I will be doing it just like I'm doing it now, but I'll just add YouTube as well. But they're not going to be my main bitch no more. They want to come at me, but I'm not going to punish the 107,000 people that have followed me on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to try and stream for them as much as I can. That's why I've... Uh, We've been doing like the best of like, like a shorter version of the show, like to condense it because I, I don't want to keep the show from people. I just don't want YouTube to have, uh, I want them to feel the loss of it, you know, screw YouTube. This is from Gina. Let's see what we got here. 
Gina. Vertigo Bear. Sorry, off topic. Here's something super creepy. I watched Wild Wild Country over the we uh, weekend. Yesterday, I tweeted your Wild Country stream highlights. It was liked by someone called Rancho Rajneesh. How could this person find my tweet? How did this person know you talked about that nut, sh nut show? I'm totally creeped out. Hey, bud. Oh, I thought that was Walter. It's, want to say hi real quick? Sure. Want to say hi? Hey, look, it's Amy. Hey, hey everyone. <sighs> Thank hey, you, love. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. Yeah, that is kind of weird, but that's how the internet works. The internet's creepy. It just uh, it sends tweets to people. I don't know. Let's check out uh, Patreon questions. Oh, I'm going to, while I read some of these Patreon questions, I'm going to show you guys another clip. This is, uh, I'm working on this kazoo bit. And this is what I have so far. I would love any, any advice, any thoughts. Let me know. This is the, nothing is sad with a kazoo. I thought of something real quick I want to try before I close. Uh, what's the saddest song you guys know? I want to play it with a, a kazoo. I have a theory that nothing is sad with a kazoo. Yesterday is a good one. So is Tears in Heaven. All right, this is... By the way, Tears in Heaven is so sad that if, I, if it's on the radio, I literally have to change it immediately because it's so fucking sad. Like, any parent listens to Tears in Heaven and they're just a wreck. Like, you can be a SEAL team fucking lunatic who's like gutted dudes and shit. As soon as fucking Tears in Heaven come on, there's this like, it's just a little baby, man, you know? So let's try it with a kazoo. Oh, yeah, Sarah McLaughlin. All right. 
Picture this being about, uh, no, no, think about, about adopting clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny let me know what you think of that that's all uh that's gonna be some new stuff where where am i oh yeah yeah let me read some of these uh we got some more of these, these paypalers the bear juke popped in again if i seem a little low energy i have a cold Going to the Yankee game tonight with a whole bunch of bears. Oh, and you created something special. Unfortunately, I dropped out, so I have an extra ticket. Please DM me on Twitter ASAP if you want in. At UnBearJew. U-N-B-E-A-R-J-E-W. But, like, the word Jew is either an insult or just a normal noun, depending on what you do with your eyebrows. Right? Jew or Jew. See, it's all in your eyebrows. Jew. Jew. Yeah, no, that it's it is special. Like this weekend was unbelievably special. Like all the bears that uh that are just remarkably cool people that tell me they listen to this every day and it helps their morning and just to see like husbands talking about their wives like that, like, oh my wife listens every day, or wives like, oh, it makes his day. Just that love. I think that's one thing that a lot of the bears have in common is just that 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 loving vibe. That it's not like my wife sucks or my husband's a dope. It, it typically is couples that respect each other. I saw that trend and I think that's awesome because I get freaked out by couples that don't respect each other because it, it makes me judge the people where I'm like, then why the hell did you get married or why are you together if you don't like each other? It makes me think that they're either cowards or morons. Hey, Big Bear. This is from uh, Charmaine. Just trying to be noticed. I got affected by U.S. airstrike to Syria over the week. Hang on. All right. It feels like such a betrayal. Maybe because I watched the speech of Senator Richard Black about Syria and his research about what's going on. The United States' action towards Syria confuses me. Republicans and Democrats are giddy about attacking Syria, and I'm not sure why I'm affected by it. I still have to watch your podcast about Syria in World War I, Hopefully I can pick up something from it. My girlfriend and I watched you at West Nyack back in the summer. You gave her a Feed the Bear hat. I'm here at my work desk, but hope, hopefully you'll get to read my message. Keep up the great work. Uh, Charmaine. Yeah, I don't get it either. I feel very weird about it as well. I think a lot of people voted for Trump because they, they, they want to be out of the Middle East or they want less war, they want less government, they want less spending, they want to focus on our problems more than other people's problems. 
I think that the welfare state is and the um, military industrial complex both have this this similar problem that they just have this never ending need to expand. It seems like, and um, the argument for Syria was so rocky and shitty because if if every time a dictator does something bad, we we have to come in. We would be coming into every single country in the world all the time. It's just something else is going on, clearly. And whenever the Democrats and Republicans agree on something, you know that it just fucks us. And so, um, I don't know, I need to know more information. But from what I know, from what we've been told, I'm, I think it's horrible. You know, I'm, I'm just glad we didn't accidentally kill a Russian, because that would be a disaster. And uh, so far, it appears that it was a chemical factory or some military thing. I'm, I'm glad we didn't kill civilians, but uh, I just think all of it smells rotten. And it's it seems similar to the weapons of mass destruction lie. And Saddam was a horrible guy. He tortured his people. I'm glad he's dead. But at the same time, we have to have a better game plan. If we really are going into a place to uh, to help, like we say we are, we should have a game plan. And even Cheney, like back in 2000, there's a speech of Cheney where he's talking about what, like, how unstable the Middle East would get if you topple some of these regimes. And I just don't know why we didn't have a better plan. Because you have this Sunni Shiite Hatfield McCoy situation happening that, that I mean, if, if you take out the, uh, the dictator, they just go crazy. And Obama was one of the worst of all of them. Obama was uh, was probably one of the most warlike, just bloodthirsty presidents we've ever had in America's history. And that's why the fact he got the Nobel Prize just for having black skin is, uh, is really weird. But don't overthink it. You know, I'm guessing you're probably a Molyneux fan, as am I. And I think watching Molyneux get really upset about it affected a lot of people. Because um, he does so many uh, uh, uploads and so many podcasts that it's it's easy to listen to, like to to get affected by what affects him, you know, because that happens to me occasionally. But what are you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? That's why you got to do the clean your room stuff, tend your garden, all that stuff. That's when that comes in, because. You did what you could. Hillary Clinton would have been more warlike. She was running on a platform of absolute war, and we all knew it. And that's why the fact that uh, that Trump it was was an outsider enough where we had hope that he may not be one of these guys that just wants never-ending war with just alternating countries for no fucking reason. But the fact that he... Uh, you know, seems to be getting tricked by Syria. When he tweeted in 2013 or 14, like, not to go into Syria. Like, some of these places are just, there's no winning in these places. And it doesn't make sense why Assad would gas his own people in that position. That would have been one of the biggest military blunders in the history of all militaries. So, something's going on with it. But don't let it affect your life. Because you can't control it, you know? That's why I fight the fights I fight, and you guys support me in these fights, because we can fight and win in certain arenas. Censorship, comedy, 
Socialism can't survive comedy. And every time we have a show actually go on in a city where they're trying to stop us, and I get to say the jokes that actually make us laugh, that's a win that we can control. We can't control what happens in Syria, unfortunately. We can vote for who we think will do the best job, and if they don't, it's not on us. What are you going to do? There's no one to shoot. There's no one to, to write a letter to. It just, there isn't. All you can do is create the culture that will make that less and less possible. And they do have to think about what, what their people want. And we don't have the public support to have a full-scale war in Syria. Like my boy Eric Nimmer, was, when he first got cancer, he was happy that he wasn't going to get deployed to fucking Syria. He'd already been defo- deployed four times to Afghanistan. And he was like, I'm not, he's like, Syria is a, a mistake. So, follow him on YouTube, by the way. He keeps calling me Lenny. At first, I thought it was of mice and men because I want to pet the rabbits and kill the rabbits. But it's uh, Lenny Bruce. And you know who Lenny Bruce's opener was, right? It's George Carlin. So, Lenny Bruce goes to jail and George Carlin gets 15 HBO specials. I'm starting to think that that's uh, <clears throat> me and Eric's dynamic. Little fucker. All right, this is from... Ashley, what are the chances you will do a beauty and amp? Oh, beauty and the bear Q&A sometime soon. I totally can. It's just Amy's so pregnant and we have a giant puppy and a toddler and I was gone and it's still freezing here. It's still like the weather here right now is insane. I can tell Amy definitely wants out of this town. So I'm trying to work on a bit about that, about how we don't, like if we... (laughs) If we go on each other's phones or computers, it's never like, oh, you're looking at porn. It's like, our betrayal comes from Zillow. When I'm like, oh, Amy, so so you're not really happy in this town, huh? She's like, what? No, I am. Why would you say that? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe because you left your browser open. And I saw exactly what Zillow searches you were up to. Yeah, but we'll do another. I know how much people love Amy and um, the Beauty and the Bear stuff. It's great. Like it's, it's, it's remarkable and I love it. Like on the road, so many people were like, tell Amy, I said, hi, I look up to Amy. Amy's such, so inspiring. And, uh, I love that. I love that. Cause she has no interest in being in any spotlight. And that's probably one reason why she's so damn charming. Much love to you and Amy. You guys constantly remind me of how excited I am to get married and start a family someday. Much love, Tiger Bear. Oh, do it. Yeah, and that's another thing that's so mind-blowing is uh, people will come up to me at shows now and be like, my wife's pregnant. We fi- we finally took the plunge because you guys showed us how awesome it was to be parents. And it it's remarkable how bad our culture is at supporting families. It, it they, they're, so, they're subliminally trying to make it seem like being a parent sucks. And it doesn't. It's awesome. And all this propaganda that we see all the time is is about how like people don't want to be parents. And there's a, a financial incentive as to why they're doing that. Because families aren't easily tricked. And women that are married to men with children, like when a man and a woman get married, men sway right wing, women sway left wing. And that's because of just how our genetics are made up and what we do with children, you know. Like women have a genetic predisposition for uh, equality at all costs because they're, they're used to babies and toddlers and men, it's about merit and about rules 
because we have a predisposition towards hunting and war. So, but when a woman is married to a man in a happy, loving marriage and they have children, there's a much higher chance that she votes more right wing for smaller government, lower taxes. When I say right wing, that's what I mean. I know that there's a lot of Europeans that watch this and, and Europeans are so tricked into thinking that left wing is communist and right wing is Nazis. They're both left wing. They're both big government. Like in America, right wing is smaller government, less taxes. Does Adolf Hitler sound small government to you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 they, they've been tricked over there into uh, agreeing to a big government no matter what. There is no small government party of England. And that's why you guys... Oh, I got a clip for about England. I'll play that. Kyle... Hey, I sent you an email yesterday. Daka Mite is wanting to email you about the whole trans kid thing. He's absolutely brilliant and a pleasure to talk to. I'd recommend checking out his channel or my interviews with him. I spoke with him about the tranny kid thing. Yeah, I'd love to have him on. Maybe even tomorrow if we want to schedule that. I haven't had an interview since Peterson. It's just, uh, I don't know why I haven't. I will, though. I'll talk to him about the trans kid thing. It's horrifying what these people do to the... These kids, They're, they should be in prison. Hi, Owen. Had a great time at Bray's show. I'm the comedian who came from San Francisco. I was the one who gave you the kazoo after the late show Friday. I'm so glad I got a picture with you. I think you might have been a little drunk. Now, I was drunk on the atmosphere. I hadn't slept that day. Like the night before, I hadn't slept. So I wasn't like drunk. Not a couple pops. I'm so glad. I, uh, what do we got here? Not because your eyes are closed in the picture, but you invited the next two people in line to take a picture with us. Oh, well, yeah, that's, the, that's my vibe. I'm always down to make new friends. I tried to buy a flask, but didn't have cash. So I hope this super chat makes up for the kindness of the blonde lady you had selling flasks. She gave me a hug, too. Very hug-oriented people. Lots of love. I had to go. Oh, yeah, shout out to Kristen for helping sell the flasks. Delev set that up. That was so cool of everybody. She gave me a hug too. Very, uh, blah, blah, blah. I had to go right after because I was on a date and trying to get laid. Wish I could have stayed and gone drinking with you and the bears. I did get laid, but alas, no baby was made. Well, then that's pointless. It's funny how my date had no clue who you were, liked the show, but then was asking about why you said the hog stuff, and I explained, and I didn't know he was a gun, but... I don't know what that means. Then she said she wouldn't see you again. That's hilarious. Guess I wouldn't be seeing her again. Yeah, by the way, be a little more discriminatory who you have sex with, by the way. You you almost had a baby, potentially, with someone who won't see me again live because of the David Hogg thing. Imagine having a child with this person. Don't put your penis inside crazy people. Damn it. I really had a great time, and even though I got laid, it just felt like another step on the hedonistic treadmill. Much love as always. Uh, poetic kinetic bear. Yeah, I'm glad you came to that conclusion yourself, because that's absolutely right. That's that's total hedonic treadmill shit. And uh, she sounds terrible. And the fact that you gave her your penis. Have more respect for your own penis. You know what I'm saying? She had fun, and then she wouldn't see me again because of the David Hogg thing. A, the fact she even agrees with David Hogg is tr troubling, but that's okay. People can have different opinions. The fact that she would 
not see someone she finds funny because of a, of one opinion on one thing is she's a mess and probably a junkie, a whore, just, just a terrible human being. So just stay the fuck away from this girl. If you know what's good for you. Cause if you don't, I'll slap the shit out of you. Kinetic poet bear. Been in San Fran too long. You don't respect your own penis. Power always shuts, shifts over time. This is from David. That's what the socialists don't understand. Chickens, chickens, ancient ancestors, the Tyrannosaurus. Oh, that's fascinating. I love that. They used to be an apex predator and now they are McChicken. When the socialists get what they want, they will be the McChicken too. Had a blast with you in Minnesota. I brought my wife and brother. They started watching you now too. Keep up the hilariousness. Uh, in White Bear, David... Shimki. Thank you, David. Yeah, that's such a good point. The uh the use the useful idiots like the the girl that that poor comedian was uh fornicating with, just that that trash that he chose to have sex with. What these people don't understand is once they give the power to the people that are proposing to them, they'll be wiped. They don't want to help. You think that the Democratic Party likes black people or trans? You think Hillary Clinton gives a flying fuck about a transsexual homeless person? No, she'd kill him herself if she didn't have people to do it for her. They want power. And so once you give them the power, just like South Africa, it's like the communists are using the black people to get more power. They're not going to give them these farms. They just want the power. And once they realize that, they're, that they're the McChicken. They're not the apex predator. The only apex is the people that stay with their values through thick and thin. And that's a really good thing that's happened by you guys watching my life and my story is you can see that you can get through things. And that if you stick with your principles and if you stick with what you believe in, you will have, you will have some down days, but then you're okay. And... You're not only okay, but you come back stronger and you come back with the respect of your community because they know you're not one of these people that is just going to lie and manipulate into power. Because those people, you don't trust those people. Like that guy just had sex with one of those people. Instead of having drinks with the bear. What kind of a decision is that? Like you can go, like we had beers all night. Like Friday night was a blast. Dude, the Eagles of Death Metal guys came out on Saturday, I think. Uh, I wanted to interview them about how, because they're pro-guns, but they're the survivors of that crazy shooting in France. And for some reason, the, the, the media doesn't seem to pick up on what they think, because they're pro-guns. Remember when all those, uh, those uh, the, nation, the, 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 the religion of peace in France just had those automatic weapons and just just shot everybody yeah well these guys were performing that night and they are victims and survivors just like david hogg but they came out with a much much different opinion and that's why you don't see them on cnn donald <clears throat> i can't describe what you just did to me the crossroads of pain and humor is my domain the tears kazoo combo gave me goosebumps i love clapton i live clapton's nightmare oh no the pain has led me to comedy. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Ugh. I'll be on stage soon. The Valley of the Shadow of Death sucks. A, a search for intellectual conversation led me to Rogan. He led me to you last year. I no longer ask why. Now I just ask what's next. 
Can't wait to show you my stand-up tragedy creates clarity. If it doesn't kill you, no victim here. Thanks, Owen. Thanks for never quitting. God, God, Donald, I'm so sorry that you have been through that, man. Whew. But sounds like you're you're doing the best you can, buddy. And let me know if I can ever help you in any way. Um. Wow. All right, this is from Rocky. Hey, Big Bear, great show in Brea. Thanks for the flask. It will be a cost-saving device here in San Diego. It really is. Bring your own booze, especially in Southern California when a, when a vodka soda is 12 bucks. Just get yourself a soda, bring out the flask. Just made yourself a little, little savings. It's from Steve. Hey, Owen, a little backstory. My wife is a uh, constrictor snake expert, and we rescue and raise them. We have 13 of them, and they currently range from 3 to 9 feet long. That being said, I recently uploaded some video footage of them. I was narrating as I filmed and said that I wanted the name our Kenyan sand boa, Obama. That's funny. But found out it was a she. I was called a racist for this. The video shows them ripping the shit out of rats and rabbits and they're pissed about wanting to name a snake after Obama. The snake is from Kenya. I thought it was appropriate. What do you think? Of course that's a fine. It's, it's, they're, they're not, it's not about them thinking you're racist. They just are angry, sick, twisted people. My buddy... Mike, the narrator, the creator, the writer of uh, Sword and Scale, great, great guy. And uh, he just went through this nutty thing where he made this benign joke. Like someone was uh, on Facebook or some shit saying that they're like, will you do a, a uh, an episode about my death? And he was like, I, I, I don't want to get it wrong, but I'm just, I have no idea what he said exactly, but it was benign. It was like, what, from high cholesterol? And he got called fat shaming, even though he didn't even know what the person looked like. He was just making a joke. And he lost all these sponsors and shit. And there was this like whole boycott against him. His show is about murder. It's about like he will detail like people who have eaten kids and shit. And for some reason, they're fine with that. But they're not fine with saying that some fat bitch is fat. And he didn't even say this fat bitch was fat. He was just making a joke about like how Sword and Scale wouldn't be, wouldn't it wouldn't be an exciting episode if it was about cholesterol or like how most people die. He was doing a commentary on on how most people actually die. We don't get these sexy deaths from serial killers. We just kind of die because we eat shit that we shouldn't eat. And it was it was it was an interesting week for me and Mike because. Like two or three days before, he calls me up because he's like worried about me, saying that I'm um, I'm being too aggro on Twitter and stuff like that, and that I should just relax and you know I'm 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 alienating myself from sponsors and stuff like that. And I I love Mike. He's like a legit friend of mine. That's the only reason I even like took the call and argued with him because I knew that he meant it. He wasn't. He was doing it from a good place. And he did bring up a couple good points, but. I don't think he had been through what I had been through and seen what I had seen. And then to have that happen to him the same week, we were texting and I was like, do you kind of see my whole thing now? It's like, you can't win with these people. That's why you just have to go full blown. You can't win. His joke, <clears throat> you could do on Sesame Street. Hey, Bert. Hey, Ernie. You got high cholesterol? It's, I mean, and, and he lost the amount. I'm not going to say the amount of money, but... He makes real coin, like real coin, you know? 
And uh, and but that's the thing. That's why I'll take the the PayPal super chats and the Patreon over those big advertisement checks because at any point they can pull out, and uh, and and they can imply that you shouldn't be yourself. And to me, that's death. So I would rather take less money but more freedom than the other way around because I know it's almost like being in a relationship with someone that you know doesn't truly love you or isn't really committed. At any point, they can bail. And and not that anyone can anyway. That can happen to anybody at any time. But there's certain situations where you just, it's not worth the constant thought of what if I say something wrong. So that's why I, I kneel to nothing when it comes to PC. I kneel to no one because once you do, they have you. I mean, a cholesterol joke. Guys, he's done sword and scale episodes about having sex with dead bodies. And he's not endorsing these things, guys. It's 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 a it's a murder thing. It's like a it's like a, just listen to it. It's fucking great, but it's really intense. Ever since having kids, I haven't listened as much. I'll listen to the ones I can't listen to the kid ones anymore. I get I get way too like viscerally angry and threatened. Thinking about people hurting kids, it like drives it like hits me so deep and dark. And his whole audience is female too. So, because women, for some reason, love to hear about predatory men. I think they're trying to like figure out how to walk at night. I got an idea. Uh, don't have sex with strangers. Carry a gun. And um, don't take unnecessary risks. Don't get drunk around strangers. I mean, it's just... And if you do that, there's a really good chance you're not going to be eaten by a meth head. So... So no, calling a Kenyan snake Obama is hilarious, dude. It's like if there's a snake from England and you call him Mick Jagger, <clears throat> no one's going to give a shit. But there's such a hatred of white people and such like, uh, they treat white people, the left and our culture is now treating white people like, um, just like shit. It's like, we can't do any of, the, any of those jokes. And it's not because we have all this privilege. We're not even the wealthiest race. It's the Asians. Nigerians are richer than white people in America from Nigeria. So, um, I mean, fuck these people. This is from Fiona. Hi, Owen and Amy. Just wanted to say that the live stream keeps cutting out. I cremated a chicken today in a garden incinerator, so internet problems are not that bad. That's hilarious. Erwin, oh my God. Don't let these high tea bears speak for me. Love you, twin bro. Get on the soy. Erwin Benjamin. Yeah, he's always trying to get me on the soy. He's always, he's like a, he's a soy evangelist. <laughs> I was trying to work on a bit about why the Jews never bother me or make me nervous. I don't get why, why Jews make some people nervous. Because they don't try and get me in their club. That's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm pretty comfortable around Jews. Because Jews are never trying to get you in. It's not like, uh, like the Muslims. Like, even if you're like, hey, I really want to be Jewish, Jews are like, yeah, you know, we're all, we're good. We're fine. I mean, you can, but I don't know. Maybe this, it's just this huge elaborate sales technique that I don't really understand, but that just kind of always puts me at ease that they're just like, listen, it's a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of guilt, a lot of reading in different directions. You're going to make noises with your throat that you didn't know you could make. 
<clears throat> just, just don't do it. This is from Mark. Captain Maroney here. The HBO John Adams series had a scene where this guy was pressuring John into running for office. Abigail stayed quiet. But once John said okay, she said, at least vice president. See? She won't push him if he didn't want to, but once he's willing, she pushes him far. Reminds me of you and Amy. She loves and backs you, so you love and back her more. Your marriage is one of joys. Your marriage is one of the joys of your streams. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah, that the true love between a couple that's married isn't about pushing and force and manipulation and all that. It's about allowing the other to, to do. and Like her dream, she's always had a dream since she was a little girl because she's from that area. She's from the Puget Sound. She's had a dream of living, living near the Puget Sound because her grandfather, this wonderful, wonderful man, Jack, great dude, always had a boat. And he's just the guy who's always working on his boat and they'd, and they'd go crabbing together and they'd go fishing together. And it's just her eyes light up when she sees that stuff. And I want to give her that. And so that's, uh, that's one of the factors is she just, that's been one of her dreams and she's okay not having that. Like, and that's one of the reasons that pushes me more to get, want to give her that. Um, like one of my dreams is to be able to pee over my own head like without getting any pee on myself and have it land in the toilet behind me just just like this and have it just but no one wants to help me with that dream this is from marshall hey owen just uh been watching the dark knight trilogy amazed the dark knight rises movie even was allowed by hollywood do you think the left realized how powerful of a film it was and showing what happens when one overthrows the system and gives the power to the people also hans zimmer scoring the film was amazing as well. The scene where Bruce climbs out of the pit gives me chills every time. Check out Zimmer's Netflix special live from Prague. If you haven't yet, has some of the best musicians playing his best film soundtracks live along with him. Keep crushing Big Bear. I love Zim uh, Zimmer. What was the one? but I love Zimmer. I think that it's just like what happened with Get Out. There's this movie, Get Out, and it has a totally non-leftist message about... I'm going to try and figure out this song real quick, though. Hans Zimmer, Piano, Dark Knight. I subscribe to this guy on YouTube. Is this it? Hang on a second. Because I have a good answer for you. I actually I think I know why. Oh, here it is. Just give me one second. I just really want to play this for you. Oh, yeah, what is this? Oh, that's it. So it's like... So low. I mean, how sick is that? Yeah. 
me see if I can. My, my piano is still out of tune again. So this is what I think happened with, with The Dark Knight and with Get Out. They both were so not leftist that the left had to just snatch it and as, as quickly and as viciously as they could and set a new narrative. Get Out is about the bigotry of the left. Remember when the, when the body snatching? with, with uh, I would have voted for Obama a third time, dog. And he's like, yeah, okay. It's like, oh, hey. Yeah, no, we're all we're all the good ones. It's all about the white people that. It's like what my, what Malcolm X warned about right before they they shot him because he finally figured out his real enemy was liberals, and is uh, they were the body snatchers. They were the ones trying to take and manipulate and use black people for their own youth and power. That was the whole plot of the movie. So the left. Like made that movie theirs somehow and tried to give it all these Oscars and shit to, to change it. Just like with Bane, Bane is the socialist. But so what the left did is they took Bane and tried to compare him to Trump. And it was like such a joke because Bane was a, I will take it from you. Give it to the people. It, it's, it's just, it was such a perfect archetype. And, um, and, and Bane was written, the writer of that, intentionally wrote Bane as the socialist. That was the whole point. And the Joker is the progressive and Batman is the conservative. Where the progressive doesn't believe in anything. You know, he's like, I think that there's, he's like, 71 genders. Ah, it doesn't matter. Ah. Like, it's just a, uh, you get it. You get the archetypes. Someone corrected the way I say archetype. I think they're, they're right, but it's, it's hilarious what people care about. It's archetype. I always say archetype. Good point, though. I gotta get my piano tuned. I got to get my piano tuned. You guys want to see another clip from this weekend? Here's one. This is uh, about London. Then I did some funny riffing with this cop. Yeah, when I'm live, I'll say whatever. This is uh, this. I was just riffing though, but this is only two minutes, I think. No, just ban everything, right? London's now banning knives. Is that shit? That's the logical next place for that. Because there's more murder now in London than England. So all that argument where it's like, well, we should be more like England because they don't have guns in it. So no, no, now London has more murders, knives, acid. So uh, instead of admitting that the, the line between good and evil goes straight down the middle of a man's heart, it's always on us. Uh, they're going to make knives illegal. So they're going to butt, butter bread with their fucking cocks now. Because they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Just fucking morons. We're gonna get rid of knives. Well, what if I'm whittling a gun? <laughs> All right, so anyway, I became good at making arguments, but there's some people in the world that don't like a good argument. Uh, cops. Is there, is there any cops here tonight? I'm not gonna bust your balls. It's a fucking heroic job, but come on. 
Where's a cop at? I know they're here. You're not a cop? Oh, which one is a cop? For real, he's a cop? He does have a cop mustache, but he has the goatee that looks like he sells wine on a pirate ship. Because <laughs> usually cop is just stash. That says, like, Merlot. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm too tall for a mustache. Six, seven? No one even sees it. They just see the top of it. And they're like, yeah. I'm too tall for a goddamn everything. Six, seven is too far. Six foot seven? Way too big. Best height for a man between 5'11 and 6'2. Because then women feel safe, but you're, you can go on roller coasters together. Six, seven. I don't get to go on roller coasters. I swear to God, I go there, they have this limit. They're like, no, back of the line, teller. And I'm like, you just call me a teller? They're like, what you gonna do about it, boy? I'm like... One size doesn't fit all, guys. You know, like, you get the one... Oh, dude, uh, I just thought I have a better punchline for that. I should say, uh, what are you gonna do about it, teller? I'm gonna go, fine, I'll go to the teacups where I belong. I'll go to the teacups where I belong. That's a funnier. One size doesn't fit all, guys. You know, like, you get the one size like at Dodger Stadium. It's like, everyone get a hat. Not me. Is that a hat for my giant cock? Now, you ever go to an old folks home and see anyone my height? Me neither. We go down like a Great Dane in the rain, baby. Seven years, bad hips, but a fucking glorious life. These little chihuahua fuckers live forever, don't they? Did the lights just go out? I did that with my cock. It has a little Dodger cap on it right now. All right. I think there's something there. I'm trying to work on this taller bit where it's like how tall people aren't allowed in certain places, so... I'm trying to make a pejorative where it's like, back of the line, teller. It's like, well, no, you have to say tala. You don't get to say taller. Only people that are disproportionately large who can't fit places get to say taller. It's like, you better know your place, teller. You can't be on no roller coaster. I'm like, then where do I go? They're like, go to the teacups, boy. All right, so David says... I'm confused. You said not to put my dick in crazy, but you also have the bit about how all women are crazy. What do I do? MGTOW? That's actually a very good point, David. There's different types of crazy. Yes, all women are crazy, but not that type of crazy. The best way to tell if it's a good woman that you should sell down with is just say, how do you feel about Owen Benjamin? Is he funny or is he hateful? Judging by how they view me is how you should view them. So... That's always a good litmus test. They're going to be emotional and erratic and they're going to see into things that you said that aren't there and they're going to expect you to see things in things in their words that you don't see. That's all normal crazy. But any woman that, that just thinks David Hogg is some sort of goddamn hero, it's, no, that's real crazy. This is from Donald. All positive. I love the tears kazoo combo. The quirks and comedy from your 147, along with your demands for truth and justice, provide me with inspiration. I refuse to simply exist. A full life demands that we thrive. I love it, Donald. That's very inspiring, buddy. You inspire me, my friend. In fact, you can get through that shit. Neil, big difference between religious and secular Jews. That's a, very, that's a good point. 
Most secular Jews seem way too liberal and even SJW. Secular Jews typically don't like guns. Religious Jews often okay with guns. That's a very good point. I found that I have a lot more in common with religious Jews. That's a very good point. Uh, yeah. Like, I fucking love Ben Shapiro. I think the guy is awesome. And then uh, I, I hate uh, Soros. <laughs> like, they have nothing in common. That's the same. It's kind of like, I think the way so- certain white people see Jews is the way certain black people see white people. That whole privilege bullshit. Where if you just don't understand somebody, you just think they're privileged. I don't know. I have to think more about that, but I think there's something going on there. Hey, buddy, I know you spend a lot for your streaming, but it is dropping out on every platform. Not sure what is happening, but you should be getting your money worth. Ah, that sucks. I mean, uh, there's something I can do here. Output. Let me make it smaller. This has happened in the past. I actually have it plugged in right now, too. Huh. Well, the good news is it'll be okay when I when it's uploaded. You know, there's not it's just like Syria. There's not a lot you can control. I've done as much as I can with this, and I've worked on it every day. So is Amy since we've uh, done it. And uh, if it drops out, drops out. Font is publishing. Did you see Stefan uh, Molyneux's comments on Zuckerberg's appearance before House and Senate? Interesting point that in order for large media companies such as Facebook to be immune from prosecution on user content that they host, they must not discriminate against user content. They can't editorialize via banning, etc. Yeah, I've been saying that for months now. It's one of the reasons I think I, I almost intentionally sometimes will force these people's hands. I think there's going to be a massive lawsuit down the line. I'm even thinking about suing Twitter. If uh, There's some lawyers that have contacted me that want to do it for free just to make a name for themselves. I really think that there's a massive lawsuit ready to go for that because the way the law works, it's the same as phone companies where if, if anyone can use the phone, they're not responsible for what's on the phone. So let's say I call someone and tell him that I have anthrax and I want to send it somewhere. The phone company isn't responsible for that because they're a neutral agency. But if the phone company editorializes, they're now a publisher. Right, So now they're responsible for everything since they're making decisions. That's when you can start suing them. And that's what they're doing right now. And Zuckerberg even admitted to it in front of Congress. So they're up for billions. I, I would not recommend keeping Facebook stocks. I think they will start going downhill very quickly. And, and maybe not quickly. Next, next five to ten years, I think it'll just go to shit. Because... He's opened himself up for the amount of lawsuits that it's tough to even fathom. Like to, to use someone's picture in a publishing, you can sue them for 30 grand a picture. That's why models make so much money. Because if you put a picture, they have to pay the model every time the picture is shown or in a new medium, right? Think about how many pictures that is on Facebook. And so now if they're, he admitted that they're basically a publisher because they, are trying to make the world a better place and they make decisions. So now every picture is, is 30 grand. Uh, that will absolutely bankrupt the company. So good luck with that, you robot fuck. For the taller joke, go to the Hall of Mirrors so you can at least imagine yourself as normal. Damn tallers, that's funny. Hall of Mirrors. 
That's a good one. Go to the Hall of Mirrors. To the Hall of Mirrors. This is from Chris. Oh, that was from Chris. I'm going to read some uh, Patreons, too. Is the, uh, is the chat still going in and out? Is it still fuzzy? Oh, and check your post office box for some unbearable stuff for your boys. I will. I'm going to open a couple things today, too. I haven't been to the post office in a while, but I'm sure there's some stuff down there, too. I will uh, absolutely do that. Thank you for that. Oh, here's another bit. If you guys have any ideas for this, comment under this so that I can see later if you have any ideas for any of these jokes. Because I have to write a new hour. Because I'm all about shooting new hours. Oh, and hugepianist.com for Eastern Washington, uh, Richmond, Washington, Bellevue, Washington, Pittsburgh, there's still some tickets available. And then I'm off the road for a bit. We may set up a few dates in Florida, Tampa, Orlando, uh, Atlanta, and maybe Jacksonville. But I want to be home for my wife as much as possible because now that we have we have four dogs, ten chickens, a, a, a toddler and another baby on the way and it's still just absolutely freezing here so to leave amy alone is kind of a dick move but you know we still i still gotta butter her bread i still gotta butter that bread baby but check out this other this other clip is it about bears i think there's something here i was riffing about it on another episode of the bear stream but it's getting there it's about pandas it's only a minute Dude, fuck pandas. Fuck all of them. Dude, pandas won't fuck to save themselves. It's time for them to go. You set them up nice. You set them up nice. You're like, time for you guys to breathe. And they're like, where's Shai? Are you guys hungry? They're like, only bamboo. It's like, no, but we have all this other food. They're like, bamboo. They're like, no, it's not bamboo. They're like, only bamboo. It's like, do you know how much tax money we're paying to keep you guys going just so you fuck and eat? You're like, we don't feel like it. That's when I just come in. <laughs> just gut him. Eat him. Gut him. He's gone. I don't need a panda bear. They got dumb heads. And they're lazy as fuck. They sleep 20 hours a day, only eat bamboo, and won't fuck. Why do you want that? Why would you want that? No one wants that. Let him die. Dude, I like black bears. I live near a lot of black bears. They'll go through my garbage. Staying alive, baby, I respect it. I high-five them sometimes. They're like, fuck yeah. I'm like, you go, baby, you get that honey. You know what I mean? The polar bears are just up there drinking Coca-Cola. Just... All right, there's something there. I want to do a bit about uh, white bear privilege. Like panda or polar bears. Because pandas, I honestly don't see why we're keeping them alive. I'm so frustrated with pandas. Like, they won't breed. They're like the Japanese. They just want to giggle and watch cartoons. All right, patreon.com slash WDTL. Become a Patreon. It's, uh, it's the most reliable platform that they won't kick me off, I don't think. And uh, it allows me to hire people. And it allows me to travel places to do interviews and stuff. Like this week, I got to do, I got to do Prager U. I got to do Andrew Clavin. I got to do Michael Knowles. Uh, and and Patreon and stuff like that allows that to happen. So any guys that can um, become members, that's awesome. And I and I upload conversations with my mom exclusively to Patreon. So Patreon.com/slash/wdtl, and I will 
read your questions as well. So I asked what to talk about last night, and uh, Gaddius Maximus says, uh, Tomahawk missiles are now called Elizabeth Warren missiles. That's hilarious. For those of you that don't know, Elizabeth Warren is an American politician who claims she's 132nd Cherokee. There's no proof to that other than a uh, that she has a an old family recipe for chowder. I'm not making this up. That's, and she has high cheekbones. She got a job at Harvard over an actual American Indian who, uh, because she claimed to be American Indian. She's a, she's a liar and a, a whore. T-K-I-M. All right, damn. Was hoping you were going to make it out to Santa Monica to meet up with Sabo and the other non-soy of Angelinos. There, there, there's talk of splitting Cali into three separate states. Want to get your take on current state of the state. Well, I don't want any states to break up. I don't like instability in our country, obviously, but um, I, I think that there's something to be said for that simply because Northern California and Central California is very Republican and uh, Southern California is very soy. And they're, they're, with the open borders, there's, there's an estimated 20 million illegal Mexicans in Los Angeles. And uh, that's just... That's crazy. And they're doing it to get votes. They're trying to import votes. But I w- yeah, I, w- I would have loved to. Uh, I was texting with Sabo today. He's a good guy. He's a good family guy. Because I told him, I'm like, I, w- I had to get home to the wife. And he was like, I get it. I might not be able to go to New York because I want to spend time with my wife. I'm like, man, you're a fucking good guy. This is from Liam. Two black men arrested at Starbucks. Maybe they stole your bike. Well, if they didn't steal my bike, they are responsible for the bike reparations. Because I think that that's what we do now, apparently, is we hold a whole race responsible for the actions of a tiny amount of people a long time ago. So regardless of what they did at that Starbucks, they do owe me money for a bike that was stolen from me by a black guy in 1989. Haven says, open packages. I will, buddy. Justin, you seem like you're in a good place lately. You've been back to being silly. Kazoo songs. Yeah. No, I'm good. That's one thing about me is I'm not always in a state of war. It's only when necessary. It's, uh, there's always a soft war happening. You know, I always get heat. Someone actually said that to me on Instagram recently. Like some, some guy was like, you were my hero. And then you blocked me on Twitter. Like you're a piece of shit. And I just wrote Twitter, Twitter banned me, dude. It blocked everybody. I'm like, all good, bud. And he wrote something really mean back and I didn't write back. And then he wrote back today. He was like, how do you just handle this? He was like, I just said something really mean and you didn't even seem affected. I'm obviously not writing back because I don't respond to people that are just mean unless it's funny. I want I did that originally to let him know because maybe he did think I blocked him. But when he came back attacking me again, I'm like, all right, well, now we're done. I'm not your friend. But it doesn't affect me because I get it so much. And it's like, I, I'm so focused on the core of what I am and what I believe in, that it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. But once I get past certain things, like now the Patreon's popping and we can stream somewhere else. Uh, I don't have that, that, that weight on me. Like I did, except for my sinuses right now. Dr. Bear events for May that you're looking at. Also, what's the moving situation looking like? Uh, well, May I'm doing something with Ron Paul, I think in, in Nebraska. I need more details on that, though. The dude, it's Zachary, was writing me on that. It's a, it's a freedom 
thing. And I'm excited about that. I just for, I just don't know anything about it. So that should be cool. And the moving sesh, we're not even going to think about it till after the baby's born. But then after, you know, I really want, I want to make my wife's dreams come true and let her, let her live right on the fucking Puget Sound. But I really do though. I'm just trying to do that voice so I don't feel as vulnerable. We need to hold a free speech march in Washington to counter every other weekly lefty march. We could uh, feature Owen, McGinnis, Milo, Crowder, Shapiro, Dana, Diamond and Silk, call it something like Sticks and Stones Rally. But here's the problem. This is why leftist rallies are always going to be bigger than anyone on the right. is because people on the right work. So they can't really go to parades because they work because they make the money to pay the taxes. Oh, dude, this guy that was opening for me this weekend had one of the funniest jokes. He was like, I took my black friend or my black friend took me out to dinner, but he paid in food stamps and I pay taxes. So I was kind of like, wait a minute. So I kind of took you out then. I thought that was really funny. Jester Bear, wouldn't it be funny to do an It's Time video that has people call out banning things in a sequential manner? And your commentary was the unintended consequences, like banning guns equals replaced with knives, banned knives equals hammers, attacks. The final ban would... Yeah, well, that's what the new, the new one is. The new It's Time. There's still time. I'm making it this week. I haven't had time. Uh, so email why don't they laugh at gmail.com in its time video. It's time to ban all things is one option or it's time to ban, just pick one and run with it. It's going to be, the new it's time is going to be that. It's going to be banning everything because banning stuff doesn't work at all, obviously. So good work, Jester Bear. That is going to be the new one. So it's time to ban soybeans. It's time to ban anything. It's time to ban feet. Lisa, would you deconstruct the lyrics to the song Where for the Dark by Badfinger? I can if I have time. I know I'm like over, a little over right now, but I will if I have time. Teresa. Owen, you have a lot of young fans and the education system in this country sucks. Maybe talk about personal freedom, free enterprise, and private charity versus government programs. What the design is and where this went off the rails. Just a thought. Homeschool or voucher programs versus public indoctrination. Yes. What she said. <laughs> It's uh, it's crazy that we have to pay very high taxes for public school if we don't use the public school. That's, that's not fair. Like, let's say I, I plan on sending my kids to a private school or a Christian school or homeschooling. And, and uh, we, we, so that means we just have to pay for two schools. And that will... Anytime there's a financial incentive, it'll always bend that way. Like the fact that that exists means more people will send their kids to public school than private simply because they don't want to pay twice. And public school more and more is becoming absolutely an indoctrination camp. And I know some great public school teachers. I'm glad they have jobs. I'm glad public school exists uh, to employ some of these awesome people. And I'm not coming at you personally. But let's be honest, the, the, the curriculum is, is completely fucking crazy. And the fact that now they're talking about gender, there's 70 genders and shit and equality of outcome. I mean, they're trying to create people that can't think for themselves and are cool with socialism. And that's insane. So I won't be a part of that. I think the voucher program is a great program. And charter schools in the inner city are great for black kids because there's a real issue with uh, no dads. And that's not because of race. That is because of the welfare state. 
and um, combine that with the war on drugs, and you got yourself a real problem with uh, the black family has been just dismantled since the 60s. And uh, the only people to benefit are the, the government collecting the money. So the, um, what were those called again? The what schools? I can't remember. What I, whatever I just said. Those are good because they allow a little more like militant discipline for the kids. Because a lot of these kids just needed someone to tell them to, like, to, to be good. You know, they needed Jordan Peterson. And uh, there's some really inspiring inner city teachers that have their hands tied from public schools. And so uh, I, I really hope the voucher system and some of these other systems uh, replace it. Jeremy, talk about China's credit score system. Soyest thing there is, supported by 5G. I don't know what this. I don't know what that means. That I'm gonna have to research that one. That one was way, way out of my knowledge. Ludwig von Beethoven. How about Trump's serious strike? I realized that Machiavellian motives behind the attack distract away from the Stormy Daniels and other scandals. Sends a tough message to Russia, etc. I don't think it has anything to do with Stormy Daniels. Zero. I don't think he gives a shit. To be honest with you, I don't think that that is a distraction technique at all. I think that he has a lot of pressure from the deep state, you know, the socialists that are involved in the military industrial complex to keep the wars going. All right. However, numerous sources say the chemical attacks were entirely executed by the rebels. Instead of Assad, the attack was unconstitutional, giving more ammunition for impeachment. And um, the Trump from 2013, the one I like, chastised Obama for his attacks in Libya and pressured on Syria. Between this attack and the recent ominous bill, I feel that Trump's now only listening to the deep state. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's very real, man. I think that Trump's doing a much better job than Hillary would have simply by, with the uh, with the uh, a lot of the court appointments he's done have been very good. And culturally, he's good because he's not pushing identity politics. But there's some shit going on behind the scenes that we just don't understand. And there is people that desperately want to keep the war machine going at all times. And that's not a lot of vets or active military, by the way. A lot of them... Ron Paul got the highest percentage of votes from active military when he was running. Active military know what wars not to get into. And, and I do, there's almost no support for this Syria bullshit. Because if you look what happened with Gaddafi, that, that was one of, the, that was one of the, uh, the chess pieces that fell that let the, this, this immigration flood into Europe. And he even warned us on that. That when you take out North Africa... Now there's a sli- there's an open air slave trade in Libya, and they're all just flooding. You know, thirty year olds saying they're nine are all like just flooding Germany and shit, and everyone's getting raped. So, really think about what what pieces you take out when you do this stuff. Katie Bear, don't think the attack was unconstitutional. Presidents usually has the uh, limited authority over the military. Yeah, well, here's the thing: is uh, Obama did it constantly. So then you start asking yourself, I think it is unconstitutional, personally. But then the question is, do you, do you stay with your values or do you have to match the ones of your enemies because they're winning? Uh, I think you stay with your values, personally. I don't think that if we, if we act like leftists, I think that uh, we're totally fucked. Because Obama, was he ran out of bombs. He literally got the Nobel Prize. He was bombing three different countries at the same time simply for having more melanin in his skin. Peter, talk about how we can deprogram left-wing student activists that have been or have been brainwashed by far-left institutions of higher learning in the United States. Unless we can bring them back, 
to the center or center right. I fear we will in the not too distant future have a second bloody civil war. God help us if we do not succeed in waking them up. Ludwig comment on that. True. Time will tell, but we did. But did we ever get to see those Saddam Hussein's weapon of mass destruction or is that the U.S. government capable of incorrect intelligence? I don't know what that's about. No, there was no weapons of mass destruction in, in, uh, in Iraq. But the original thing, I don't know. I think a lot of them are, their, their brains are fucked. And I think it's because they're now graduating with so much debt and they, don't, and they won't get a job that they have to try and get the government to take, to take care of them. And I don't really know how to deprogram them because it's not in their best interest. Their financial interest is socialism because they won't be able to do anything for themselves. They just spent a hundred grand and got no, they got no skills for it. In fact, they got less skills because they were just taught a bunch of nonsense that isn't real about white privilege and all this bullshit. They're wearing a Che shirt, guy executed children and they leave college and they won't be able to get a job with their underwater vagina ballet degree. And, uh, and so they, they desperately need the government to steal more money from people with jobs and give it to them. So only time will tell. I don't think it's going to be a bloody civil war, but I think chaos is coming. I just don't know in what form because these people can't shoot a gun. I don't know what they are really. If, if there's historical analogies, Mark Twain had a great quote. He said, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. It's tough to figure out exactly what will happen again because history doesn't really repeat itself verbatim, but there's a rhyme. The archetypes will repeat. The, the, general, the general systems will repeat, but it's not always verbatim. Like It's not Rome. You can't compare Rome. There's a lot of differences about Rome, but who, who knows? When we get more Colton Wade, hopefully soon. I love... I, <laughs> I got I to gotta spend more time with Crowder, man. I miss that dude. Uh, all right. So, oh, I always enjoy your behind. I'll just answer one or two more. And then I'll, I'll finish up here. I always enjoy your behind-the-scenes commentary of your job-related experiences. Daily Wire, PragerU, Brea, Improv. Also, it is always cathartic to hear a good rant about how socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. Looking forward to the stream. Uh, yeah, well, socialism does always end in starvation and genocide. And PragerU is great. They were really, really cool. We recorded two videos. Uh, they have a great office. It's right down the street from Daily Wire. So I could just bounce back and forth all day. The Daily Wire office is awesome. Everybody there that works there is just really intelligent and young and healthy and vibrant. And they have good skin. And um, they just seem happy to be there. And uh, Shapiro was just very approachable, very nice. We got to hang and joke and laugh for a good hour and then um Knowles is hysterical dude's got a great laugh I got a leftist tears tumbler but you know I'm a Crowder mug guy I mean maybe I'll drink out of both we'll see what happens oh bear steins are coming in soon by the way so we grab some of those we're getting metal bear steins and uh Clavin is just Clavin was great. I just had such a blast. And the Bray Improv, much respect for them not canceling me. They even had cops there in case some shit went down. No one protested, no one got crazy, no one fought. It's all just this illusion that people are are creating about me on the internet. It's not even real, man. It's like people leave happy. I mean, 
as people were leaving, like Mexicans were like, Mexicans love LB. I swear to God, there isn't this fucking hostility. Tons of Asians. Of course, the Jews repped. There's some blacks, not a ton of blacks, but there's, they were repping. But in general, it's people that love their families. It has nothing to do with race. And so all this online shit about all this race tension is not real. It's just absolutely not real. And, uh, and it's crazy how many LA comics now talk shit about me. I was getting some inside scoops. Man, some of these people, very disappointing. I'm not even going to say who because I don't want to even give them that fucking credit. But man, the shit that I've heard. And it's always the people that are the biggest scumbags. The shit that are like, like this one dude who literally goes to like whorehouses and shit. Just this little scumbag who was always so nice to my face. And I found out some shit he was saying about me and it's like very troubling stuff. Just know that if you talk shit about people, they will find out. That's why I'm so open about who I don't like. Because there's no point anyway. There's no point anyway. Alright, let me check uh, the Super Chats and maybe play a little music. And then we'll call it a day. This has been fun. I like this one. Oh, and subscribe. Vimeo.com slash Owen Benjamin. Uh, why didn't they laugh on iTunes? Uh, YouTube.com slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Facebook.com slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. HugePianist.com is where we'll stream every day. The uh, the app, the Bear app is still in the works. Coder Bear is still cranking. It's soon though. He says he has some uh, some stuff done with that. HugePianist.com for my last two specials. Feed the Bear and How Dare Me. And um, tickets to upcoming stuff. Because it's such a good time. Come to live shows. Ask, ask people who come. It's so fun. And you'll meet other bears. And it's just the vibe is fucking awesome. Alright, let me check this out. And if I sound like I'm dying today, it is because I have a cold. Alright. I'm going to open some stuff too. Hey, whatever you just did is stopped and dropping of the live stream. Has stopped. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad. Hey, Owen. My husband has been... My husband has seen... Hang on a second. Seeing how much your streams, comedy, and bears I talk to online every day have helped me cope with health is- issues and want to take me to see you if you come to Kentucky. If that isn't in the plan, he will send me seven hours to Pennsylvania and stay home and watch the dogs for me. That's how much he loves me. Wondering what to do. Love to Amy and Wally and the crew. Love Bunny Bear. Uh, P.S. He is totally on your side and thinks you are funny, of course. He sounds awesome. Seven hours is a long distance. That's really cool if you want to do that, but seven hours is a bit of a drive. And I will be doing Kentucky at some point. That is for sure. So maybe the, maybe the best move is, is to wait for that one. Yeah, because seven hours is a, is a drive. And I don't want you to have to... That's 14 hours, and that's also hotel, and that's also a bunch of stuff. So I will make it a mission to come to Kentucky. Scott, but tell your husband he's the man. And that's really, really cool of him to do that. Possible bit about women. Suffrage rights, crazy versus hashtag me too crazy. Also, the kazoo bit is already hilarious and fuck pandas. Love it, Scott. Great, great. I love it. Oh, and remind everyone, become a victim by chance. Remain a victim by choice. Bunny bear. Awesome quote. Oh, Peter. Hey, Owen. Hanging with you and the bears in Brea was awesome. Wish you and your family the best and can't wait to see what you do next. Harry Armenian bear. Also, socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. Hit me up next time you're in LA. Dude, I had a blast with you, buddy. 
we all we all hung out on Saturday. We just had beers and sat outside in this cool courtyard. And this uh, young couple had just gotten pregnant, and they came in from Arizona. And uh, just some really cool people talking. And then I got some sleep, and I flew home. It was fucking awesome. It's the perfect balance of like fun and health. It's like healthy. We just have like good chats, and uh, the people are really. What this one dude made mead? He brought his own bear mead that he made. Him and his boys. That was really delicious. I should have gotten that dude's contact info. Maybe I did. I don't know, but he was cool. David. Oh, and here's some diaper change for the little one. Thank you. Thanks for doing what you do. I realize your panda character sounds like it should be named Trudet. Private school is often worth it. Public schools here don't even teach cursive, and students routinely assault sub- substitutes without consequences. Yeah, and the more the government has open borders, and the more all this uh, postmodernism invades our culture, the more public school is just going to be a disaster. A disaster. Hey, Owen, don't care if you read this on stream. Well, well anyway. Went to your show on Saturday in Bray. I had a blast. Got to hang out afterwards with you and the Bears after the show. I was more of a listen and observe guy, and I didn't get a chance to talk with you directly, but I just want to thank you for inspiring me to get involved. Although it's probably the total opposite of what you've been saying, I moved to L.A. three months ago from Atlanta, where I'm from and lived all my life. Albeit with something I needed to get out of my system and worried about trying, I did, and I kind of owe it in a weird way to you. I'd never been out west, but sometimes you got to take risks. I've been working in film and TV as a production assistant. But I saw you take a stand and look at all the great things that happened. You really inspired me. Uh, so I rolled the dice and I came out here. And since I've been out here, the first friend I made was a bear. And we met up at Jordan Peterson's talk in January. I've interviewed at the Daily Wire, met tons of like-minded, awesome people, and ended up getting a job at a company that's filming like Corolla Prager, No Safe Spaces Doc. So in some ways, I might have taken the opposite advice you've given. And I definitely know I'm not going to live out here forever. No, dude, real quick. You're doing great. You can live in LA. You can live in California. That's why I, I make sure I, I do perform in Portland. Oh, I have Portland tickets too at my website. Burlington, Pittsburgh, New York, because you don't want to give up ground. You don't want to say, oh, I'm too, I can't live in LA. No, live in LA if that's your dream. Like, like that, th- those are, that's a very cool thing you're doing. All I'm saying is, is LA is, is uh, the culture's shitty, but I'm telling you, if you go to PragerU or Corolla or um, uh, Rogan Studio or Daily Wire, it's got a really cool energy. And I think that the future is in that stuff, is in supporting those guys and in um, just doing your thing. And this dude sounds great. All right. So anyway, fuck anyone that is calling you a racist and advocating for this Marxist diversity crap. I'm a Southern white guy who went to your show and made friends with an Armenian Marine a Costa Rican IT guy, a Lebanese lawyer, and a white dude who I bonded with over a love of Van Halen that would probably be pissed at me on Twitter if I didn't mention him. So keep rocking in the free world, and congrats to you and Amy and the new little bear. Thanks, Phil. What a great letter. I'm glad I read that, bud. Yeah, I, I, yeah the people calling me a racist because they can't fight my fucking argument. The reason they do that is, is because they can't argue what I'm saying. I'll make a point. They know they're wrong. They're cowards who just want money taken from people and given to them through the federal government and through, uh, and through our unborn children that will have so much more debt you can't even fathom it. 
They want that. And so instead of arguing against my point because they know they're wrong and they still want their greedy little mitts on their money, they just call me names like racist and sexist and bigot and homophobe, all these names that are just ridiculous. And, um, and I don't care. Say whatever the fuck you want about me. It's not going to stop me in any way. It won't stop me from enjoying my life. It won't stop me from, from living where I want to live or doing what I want to do or saying the jokes I want. And you can shut me down and you can ban me from venues. I'll get better venues. I'll get better security. I'll get better guns. <laughs> Brandon. From Manster Bear, topic suggestion. At some point, just zone out and give us another 25-minute medley like the Seven Nation Army one. I l- listen to that almost every day thanks to the MP3 of, from Bob. Bayonet Bob. Shout out to Bayonet Bob. And uh, Clips Channel. Shout out to Clips Channel. I will, I'll play you guys a little music. I'll definitely play you guys a little music. Let me uh, open some stuff. Let me open some stuff. This is from Steven from Texas. And someone, uh, paypal.com, no, paypal.me slash feed the bear. Recommend some songs that I can play. And I'll start, a, I'll start jamming. Because my, my email, although, when you do the It's Time videos, put It's Time in the title so I can find them. Because the Marxists have spammed me so hard that now my email is pretty jammed up. It's just all bullshit. Texas Sheepdog, Steven. Oh, dude, this is sick. What is this? This looks like handmade wood. I don't know what this is. There's a letter. Hey Owen, I hope all is well. Here are the pistol grips. Oh dude, that's sick. Hang on, here are the pistol grips I said I would make for you. They will fit on any standard uh, 1911 government or commander models. They're made from uh, Bethlehem olive wood. I thought that they were for the dog because there was a dog thing here. Like both, both these things are Texas sheepdogs. So I honestly thought that this was something that would go with my dog. All right. <clears throat> the mammoth task was found in a dig. Oh, no way. What? They're made from Bethlehem olive wood with a diamond-shaped piece of mammoth tusk inlet in them. The mammoth tusk was found in a dig in Siberia. Whoa. I'm a senior graphic artist by trade, but I've been thinking, uh, been making pistol grips on the side for eight years now. I've been the main name but don't see a reason to have an e-commerce site when I sell them on Facebook and at gun shows. If you could mention that on air and tell them to go to Texas. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. These are beautiful. Look at this. Look at that. Go to uh, Texas Sheepdogs page on Facebook. Texas Sheepdogs on Facebook. That is where they can find me or my regular Facebook page works as well. On a different note, I've taken care of the martial arts teacher of mine, who slept with an underage student, the authorities are handling it. That's awesome. Yeah, I was talking to this dude a while back, and uh, I'm glad that guy is, is fucked. That's very kind to you, buddy. I feel like an idiot. Like, my, my nose is so fucking stuffed. What is this? Wait, this is mine. Oh. Return to sender. Someone didn't get a trading tree book. Someone bought a trading tree? Instead of the giving tree, I made a... Me and my wife made the trading tree. It's the capitalist non, non-soy version, but I guess uh, it didn't make it to wherever we want. Let me just tell you one. We're not selling them anymore, but but if you my wife drew all this shit. But if you only have seventy-five more apples, that's only seven fifty, said the boy. But I want you to have them all. I want you to take them all, she said. 
The boy thought about it for a long time and said, I only need 20 more apples. Trust me, tree. Long story short, what he does, when the boy came back, they all greeted him. I love you, tree, so I didn't want to pick you until you died, especially not for only $7.50, so I diversified my crop and got you friends so you don't get so lonely when I'm gone. Since I can now get over a 1,000 apples, I can sell them for $0.08 cents a piece, eliminating my competition, said the boy. And pears are $0.30, cents, said the pear tree, because I have a shorter growing season. The tree was overjoyed. She loved to see the boy happy, and she loved her new friends. Now, when the boy left the tree, would chat with her new friends, and there were more every day. You see, this is how you should actually live your life. Now, you don't cut down the tree. The tree's the market economy, man. You don't cut down the tree. You grow with the tree. Uh, what do we got here? Stephanos. How you doing, Owen? How's the fam? Listening to your version of the Stolen Bike song. I was reminded of the old song that revealed how inaccurate and ironic the phrase people of color is. If you think about it, light-skinned people have a, a bigger color palette, so to speak. When we're angry, we turn red. When we're cold, we turn blue. In the sun, we turn dark. Such a good point. I know, I know, I'm not entirely uh, true, and dark-skinned people also tan, but you get the point. Let's, let's work on a song about that right now. They say that the blacks are people of color, but they only have one color. They're black in the cold and black in the sun. They're black when they're sad and they're black when they're having fun. White people are, are the only people that aren't called people of color. But if you think about it, we're the only people of color. We get red in the sun and blue in the cold. Oh, hang on, what are some of the other ones he said? We get, we get tan when we're young and gray when we're old. We get yellow when our liver fails. We get green when we eat too much kale cause we're the people of color. Thank you for that, my friend. You have Veronica. Let's see what Veronica's got, got to say. 
Gargle a lot of whiskey to destroy any bacteria that causes you a sore throat. Do it ASAP. Do this at least three times a day. You can drink it. Hot toddies. Nice. Oh, she goes on to say a bunch of good advice. Thank you very much. Also go to bed early today and for the next few days until you are better. Sleep's a huge factor. I know I probably got, I got so little sleep this last weekend. That's probably what did it. Like, I don't feel like I have a crazy bug. I just feel like my body's shutting down. Keep fighting a good fight. B12, omega-3, magnesium, and D. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. That's what I also call my penis. The old vitamin D is Kyle. I got to go pick up my boys from their mom. Thanks for the stream. I'm going to do a song request live stream today when I get back. I'd like to do a song for you and Amy as a pregnancy gift. If you two have a special song, let me know what it is so I can do it. Also, a side note, get married and make babies, everyone. That's a very good point. Breed. And don't just breed. Get married. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, check out Kyle Cavanaugh. He's a great dude and he does live streams all the time. A uh, song for me and Amy. How about that song by that something special happened today? Green lights. Do green lights. I got green lights on the way. I know Amy would like that. See what this is, y'all. Who's this from? This is from Joe. Out of Kansas, baby. Joe out of Kansas. Let's see what we got here. Make sure I don't miss a note. Is there a note? What do we got here? Something special happened today. I got green lights on the way. What is this? All right. Oh, dude, there's string. String is, is legit. Oh, and have a drink on me. Cheers, Joe. All right, let's see what we got here. Well, apparently, I need some hot toddies. That's what my grandfather would always say. Is hot toddy, whiskey always makes you better. Oh, that's a long one. So I can't read all this, but... Dear Owen Benjamin, hey man, what's up? I hope this letter finds you well. Congrats. Your child, your future child, your career, great podcast, which has now uh, reached priority in my podcast, podcast pantheon. And of course, your comedy. I'm not blowing up, nor am I insinuating some ripping for the sake of disclaimer, but I would recommend your comedy to anyone who likes in the realm of a social commentary style of comedy. The absurdity of pop like Bill Hicks, Lenny Bruce, Greg Giraldo, those are some of my faves. All unfortunately dead. I know. You have a gift, sir. Thank you and congratulations. Okay, enough honey butter. My name is Joe. As of this letter writing, I'm not officially a bear, but I'm uh, committing to this. Then I... Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I, I'll read this after, bud. But I'll, I'll open this. I want to see what you. He gave me a dollar, which is pretty great. I don't know what that means. Oh, he uh. He drew a thing on the dollar. That's, that's creative. I think it's possibly illegal, but it's very creative. Oh, he also gave me a tenner. 
Oh, thank you. Oh, he said half a drink on me. Thank you, Joe. That was awesome. All right, what do we got here? Volume two, what are these? I don't know what these are. Something special happened today. What is, uh, let me read this and then I'll figure out how to do this. Oh shit, sorry. Yeah, my nose is crazy. Thought I'm lazily trying to get to go about getting these properly published. Oh, he's a writer. That's cool. His name is Joseph A. Uh, Lonergan. If you guys want to check him out. I usually don't say last names, but if someone's trying to get published, uh, I'll read these. That's awesome, buddy. I'm definitely going to check these out. Joseph, so Joe Lonergan, L-O-N-E-R-G-A-N. All right, buddy, I'll read those and let you know what I think. I bet you I will like them or potentially they will make me sad. I'm just kidding. Deborah, hi, Owen. Hope you make it back to Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, or any of the surrounding cities. I've recently joined the Unbearables community. So nice to be in such great company. Hope you and Amy have a blessed day, Fondy Bear. We will. Thank you, Fondy Bear. And uh, I would love to do Fond du Lac again. It's been a while. Hey, Owen, my son lives in the Puget Sound area in Port Angeles. He grew up in Sequoia and finished high school at the college in Port Angeles. He finished his BE in civil... That my, my wife uh, did civil engineering at WSU, Washington State University. And I told him to live where he wants to live and then figure out a job to make it work there. He loves the area. John. Yeah, that's uh, that's what people say. That there's something special about it up there. All right, so what song should we play? We'll check out the normal chat. Something special happened today. I got. What do you guys want to hear? What are you guys talking about? You can get married, just not have it legal. That's true. What would you guys like to hear? Tell me. I like requests. I got green lights on the way. Do, 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 do. You guys have anything you want to hear? I'll refresh this thing. I know my eyes seem like they're off. It's because I, I slept in my contacts and uh, now I, I can't really read. That's one reason why I'm reading like such a dipshit. I'm like, hello, hello. I'll just play you guys something pretty. This is, uh, I'll riff on, if he wants to hear some Seven Nation, we'll do it off for Elise.
nigga's white. to write me a message at uh, paypal.me slash feed the bear. Uh, I think it's time for me to go. Okay, I've read most of the messages. All right, guys. This has been fun. I hope the stream worked. You never know on this shit.
YouTube, I will be back in business July 4th, but I will still be doing this. HugePianist.com or Vimeo.com slash Owen Benjamin. You can get tickets for live shows at HugePianist.com. Uh, subscribe, like it, share it. Let's beat these algorithms. Let's beat these fucking algorithms. And uh, much love. And you can hear the audio of this in a day or two at iTunes. Make sure you subscribe and share and rate because the commies have also went in hard on that one. Of course, just saying that I'm a racist like a thousand times over and over again. Much love, Bears. There was much rejoicing by Owen and Bears. See y'all in Pittsburgh. Yeah, see you guys in Pittsburgh. Come out to Pittsburgh. There's still some tickets available, but once they banned me from that one venue, the new venue was double the size, much more beautiful. Eric Nimmer will be there. And uh, thank you for hanging out. I'll see you tomorrow at the same time, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I feel like that's decent for everybody. So I will see you guys, and I love you guys, and be good to one another. Thank you for everyone who sent me stuff, and I'll open stuff every day now because I, I don't – if you guys take the time to send me stuff, I'm not just going to not do that. That's a fucking crazy thing of me to do. But so, All right, I'm rambling. Bye.